Hey there! We'd like to let you know that this content is primarily meant for entertainment and contains both adult themes and bad language. The stories presented here are our experiences of losing money, and the information provided includes our biased opinion. Our gambling addictions are meant for your entertainment only, so please, please do not make fun of our stories. At the end of the day, we're just two idiots with microphones and internet access. We are not trying to spread false information, but we are going to tell you the secrets to win gambling forever. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. The secrets of gambling. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, how's it going today? We're doing the Fogler's Podcast. Ming, how's it going? Going good, going good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I got my cup of coffee. I just ate a banana. What's up with you? Uh, not much. I'm a little sad right now. I'm in like sad boys mode right now because of because uh, of the week or what? Like this. So like, I don't I don't want to go too into it, but I I went out with this girl on Sunday. <laughs> and I've been trying to go out with this girl for like ever, man. Yeah. Like literally since last year, I think, was when I first talked to her. And the thing is, I met her through a mutual friend, right? And I became pretty good friends with the mutual friend. But the problem is that eventually she started to like me. So all my advances on this girl that I liked were like for not because those two are also best friends. So like they would not like... right. So you don't get to go yeah. either way. <laughs> yeah. And um, that mutual friend, eventually, I just kind of stopped talking to her because she was really annoying. Okay. And just be careful what you say. This is public. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think she listens to this. I hope she doesn't listen to this. But um, eventually, we just kind of, the the girl I liked, she just like vowed to never talk to me again because, you know, they're like best friends, but... You know, this yeah, Saturday. That sounds like a complicated chance. situation, dude. I don't know. If yeah, I, can, I don't know if exactly, I can handle man. it if I was in your it shoes. Sucks. It sucks. Big balls. And like, you know, we hung out on Sunday. In fact, the reason I told you that it was a date was so you could let me go. We were supposed to like record that day, but instead, I went on a date. I went on and, a date. Uh, I went on a date on Sunday as well, the same day. Nice, it was like dude. a, was like was a surprise. Date? Girl on Tinder started texting me, and she was available. So I was like, Yeah, I'll go. And yeah, how did that go? It was pretty stale. <laughs> I usually I have good dates, but it was just kind of boring. Uh, I don't know. Did anything happen? Or the, the conversation was just... wasn't engaging, and I know you're trying to get dirty, so don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Then. Uh, yeah. Edwin. Edwin that's asked really me the not same, what I meant. Edwin asked me the know. same question. Oh, that, that's what I thought you meant, but maybe I'm just thinking because the way my conversation with Edwin went earlier. He was no, just like, no, no, no. He just immediately like, what happened, huh? <laughs> Dude, my love experiences just like just mentally, I just can't go there because it's just it's just a real struggle out here, man. Anyway, that's just a, the real. That's the topic. For this the is other so day. yeah. This just makes me look <laughs> bad. I'm sorry. Hey guys, we're talking about on, money up? and how to make money, and Ming is gonna double my money in four days. <laughs> Ming is gonna double my money in four days. He promised me. Oh yeah. Off the air. If you give me, if you give me a thousand dollars, I promise I will triple it in a week. 
okay. you can give me like a flight ticket to Vegas. What's your Venmo for the population so they can start giving you thousands of dollars? Oh, when you can actually Venmo me at when on Venmo. You can check <laughs> That's me not out. My Venmo. Make sure always send me a funny message or else I'm just going to send you the money back. I'm going to bleep that out, but that's not my Venmo anyway. <laughs> man. Dude, I said the name, man. Fuck. <laughs> it's all right. I'll this is going it. so poorly. I'll bleep it. It's fine. Uh, oh, my God. But uh, how do you like those guys on Snapchat or Venmo or whatever? Have you ever had, like, friends from high school try to hit you up and then, like, it's an MLM or it's just, like, a straight-up Venmo me money to double it and, like, obviously you know they're not going to do it? Um, we should make an episode had, about that, dude. That's a good topic. That is a good topic. I've yeah. had a lot of experiences with MLM and, uh, you know, just Scams. a lot of it's, it's called a, a Ponzi high school scheme. girls that I knew. It's it's different, right? Ponzi scheme is when is when the guy takes money from one person in the group and gives it to the other, and a market level media scam is when they're giving um, so they're recruiting friends to join. Have you seen? And the- it's like. Have you seen the comedy film The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? No. Okay, so that movie has like a Ponzi scheme structure in the background of the story, but like really it's just like a lot of funny jokes. So the first time you watch it, you like just, you know, you look for the funny jokes and it, they got funny stuff going on. But like once you watch it so many times, I've seen it like a dozen times or two dozen times. And then in the ending credits scene, there's a, uh, there's like this graphical animation like it's like uh it's it's like i don't want to say stick figures but when you look at the restroom signs the men on the restroom signs that's how like the graphics look you following me Mm -hmm. like that bubble kind of guy and it and it it literally explains to you exactly what the ponzi scheme is and i like watching that graphic animation it's interesting what's the uh, explanation you gotta watch it dude and it has good music by It has good music by Rage Against the Machine in the background, so it's pretty fun. Is it a... It's a comedy? Well, you could just watch the ending credits scene. Is it a... Wait, it's a comedy with Rage Against the Machine music? It's the ending credit scene, but the movie okay. is a comedy. But the credit scene is, like, valuable outside of, uh... Outside of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I could also probably just Google it, right? All right, Anyways, well, we should probably hey, talk about the main topic before we yeah. get 10 minutes into the thing. Look. Put when, up your feet. Relax. We'll what was there. the first casino you went to? Uh, one. Only one. Well, actually, You've only been to one? I've been no. to two casinos. and uh, No. You've been to more than that. You think so? I think so. They're, they're so prevalent. Like, you just have to. I don't know. But when I was, like, I, would, you... I would actively avoid them until I turned 21, and then I knew that there were bars in there, so I would get in there. Sometimes you unexpectedly just walk into, like, a casino area, right? Like, a place where there's slots or, like... Oh, um, like in the like gas station, table. sure, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I guess those kind of count, right? They need a license to, to like, show that off, right? One so. time I was going to Subway... And uh, I just pulled off on the side of the road to go to Subway. Trying to remember what state I was in, but I don't really remember. Excuse me. And uh, I walked into the Subway and it was like in a separate. It was in like half the building was a casino and half the building was Subway. And you like they still had like the old casino carpets like it used to be part of the room. 
and like a bunch oh. of mirrors on the wall. And it was like, a, it was a crazy place, dude. But it was like, they just, Subway came in and put down tiling on half the floor and installed like the so, table and the counter and all that. There's literally like a line down the middle of the, of like the store, right? Yeah. That's the way I'm picturing it right yeah. now. There's it's, like it's a not line. directly. Think of it like a like a rectangle, like a room in the room, like a rectangle. Like you ever see the Home Depot displays of like bathroom and kitchen? Of course, yeah. Something like that, yeah. but it's like a display of Subway. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Why would they put Subway in a casino? Like I, that's not what I'm trying to eat if I'm gambling. I just wanted right? Subway. Like, I wasn't even trying to gamble. Oh, why? Why are we not trying to gamble? And it was right off a it was right off a highway exit, and I was like getting hungry on my road trip, so I just pulled over. But what's yeah. the first? What's your first first casino experience? Did you like go when you were sixteen or something? I the first casino I ever went to was this casino. I used to live in Minnesota, and basically for one of the Mother's Day brunches, I remember my family went to like this very nice casino. I don't remember the name of it, but it's very extravagant. It's very clear that they were making a lot of money off these chumps, and the brunch was great. How, right? old, were, how old were you then? I was like four, dude. Oh, so wow. I barely remember this, but yeah, casinos are really known for their buffets, and like, right, right. They just right. They just want to. They just want you to stay there. That's the whole point. So they offer you like free access to the buffet and like free drinks. Sometimes they even give you free rooms if you're really balling. From what I've noticed. But, is the casino parts where like you walk in and it's a hotel and they have like a lobby or like the buffet area. Like those are always really nice and they're very clean. But then when you get into the actual casino where like smoking is allowed, like it's just like everything is filthy and like people are like not showered and like gross. (laughs) Dude, I think that's purely because smoking is allowed. I think that's why you think it sucks. Yeah, probably. That's definitely true, right? Like smoking. That's the reason why casinos suck is because there's, like, yeah. lots of smoking. And you can and even smell if you do it smoke, permeating through the walls. Yeah. Even if you do smoke, like, it is so much that there is no way any possible human being could enjoy that. Right. Just the, it's, like, such a strong uh, aroma of tobacco. <laughs> for like, If just you're a the, smoker, I guess you just take to it like a fish to water. See, I don't, I feel like, I feel like the air is just so thick, even for those guys, right? Yeah. Because, like, you've been in a casino. That It's so thick. I distinguish between casual smokers and, like, chain smokers. Like, that's a chain smoker like environment. Like the band? No, not, not the band. <laughs> no? Okay. Well. That's, yeah. Have you I ever... Was, I, go ahead. Sorry. Have you ever actually gambled? Yes. I've spent $5 on gambling. Okay. Well, how did that go? I needed a place to charge my phone when I was in Baton Rouge and like my Greyhound wasn't for like another three hours. So I was like, Hey, casino, like they're usually pretty nice and they probably have wall outlets and it was on like a boat, but the boat didn't like sail away. It just like stayed on the river in the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Mm -hmm. and then I'll check out the boat. Like the boat's probably cool. Like a tourism. Just a gambling boat. Yeah. And, uh, I'm pretty sure it was, like, welded straight in the dock. I don't even think it, like, sailed in years. But So it was just for the aesthetic? Yeah. Okay. Or, like, maybe one day it did sail and they, like, kind of converted it so they didn't have to keep up with, like, the motor and all that. Yeah, I'll bet. Maybe, like, it just maybe that guy's dad was, like, a sailor 
And then the kid was like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm just going to run a casino. Right. Right. I mean, if, you, if I was Native American. popular. Yeah, that's true. That, that That's definitely true. But anyway, was, I needed uh, a place to charge my phone. So I was like, well, I'll go and I'll gamble. And like, you know, I'll just, it'll be like I'm paying $5 to charge my phone. And, uh. I just did slot machines and like I was trying to figure out the psychology behind the slot oh, machines. Oh, lame, dude. You did slots? Yeah. And, slots uh, suck, man. So I went to the penny slots, right? And I quickly found out to anybody that doesn't know and they haven't gambled, penny slots are not for a penny. Every time you hit go and like none of them have that cool lever. I never had like I looked at all the machines and like I wanted to get the lever going, but it's just mm-hmm. a button. It's just a button now. That's lame. You don't have the lever? Yeah, not not where I went at the casino in Baton Rouge, downtown Baton Rouge. I will say that I do see a lot of slots with just the button, but sometimes I do see the lever. I guess it's it's easier to manufacture just the button, right? Yeah. Or something. And then Maybe some it takes up had, less space. Some of them had the lever, but it wasn't like wired up. Oh yeah, that's that's lame. Yeah. It just it like you couldn't even pull it. Like it was hard. Like, so they really robbed you yeah. of like a gambling the experience, experience right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I was happy with it. I just wanted to like, so basically them not being penny slots, I wanted to explain that a little bit more is they give you the option to do a penny, but then they'll give you like a fourth roll or like, like, you know how they have the three circles that like have the cherries on them or whatever, the cherry and the sevens and all that stuff. So they'll give you like a fourth or a fifth roll and then you can access those rolls for like the opportunity to win more money, but only if you put a quarter in. So I had my oh little my ticket. Gosh. Like I put my $5 in, right? Like a standard change machine, like a, uh-huh. like a vending machine kind of slot. And right. then they showed me in points. So it was 5,000 points instead of $5 to like disassociate you with the, uh, the idea that you're spending money and it's just like fun p- points, you know, it's like V bucks or whatever. In fucking Fortnite. And, okay. <laughs> and from there, yeah, you basically could put in like 100 points, which was a penny, or you could put in 500 points, which was like a, a nickel. And then you would get like options to win more, and you'd have like more opportunities to win. Yeah, so basically they throw you an offer that's very tempting, and it costs like more points than usual right right and yeah like, once you've hit one uh, once you've hit a penny six times in a row you're like huh i wonder if i'd be winning if i hit this button and then like you're consistently losing and it's like huh i wonder if i'd be winning if i hit this button yeah well it's let right me there. Wanna... the button's like right there you know let me let you in on a little secret slots are pretty bad <laughs> slots are chumps. pretty fucking worthless yeah that's that's some real chump change right there you can win big though. That's if you want to win big, that's probably where you go. But um, before we talk about that, uh, I want to talk about. Have you ever done any gambling that's not slots? No, not in official capacity. Oh man. Okay. I played poker with my grandpa once, and we played for like dimes, nickels, and quarters. You know. Yeah, that's uh. Like I'm pretty well, sure the. Well, the anti or the blind is that what it's called? The blind, big blind, blind. small blind. Yeah, 
big blind was 10 cents and the small blind was five cents. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty hardcore. I mean, I came um, out, I came out like $5 richer. I, I like, I didn't, I, I thought I knew how to play poker, but I never really sat down and played like extensively. And then I sat down and hustled all of them. Cause I was like, yeah, I've never done this before, but I kind of, I kind of sort of knew, but I never actually like executed on my knowledge. And then, uh, so you had a real poker face going, huh? Because you were like, you had the, oh, I'm a noob to hide uh-huh. behind, right? And like I was like the, a 19, I was like a 19 year old kid playing with like 80 plus year olds. Right. Yeah. Well, they're not gonna, they're not gonna like do dirty poker tactics to you, right? Cause you're a new player and it's also only for like $5. So that, that's nice. Have you, do you know about like, actually, I don't really want to talk about this now, but I like to think of poker as it's different, right? It, there's more skill in poker than in any other casino game, partly because you're not playing against a dealer, you're playing against people. I like that. Um, yeah. So poker is, in my mind, it's completely different from every other casino game. So you have never done anything other than poker and slots. Yeah, casual poker, not casino poker, which I'm guessing is a whole different game. And you got to like right. know a bunch of rules and you'll end up looking like a dick if you break those rules. That's my assumptions. Well, you're just going to get picked on if it's obvious that you don't know what you're doing. Oh, I um, was thinking like if you're not, if you don't have like manners, like the casino will be like, fuck you. Uh, I mean, whatever makes it interesting, right? I don't, the casino very rarely will kick you out for manners, but the people there will definitely get pissed, right? Like right. those fucking 50 year olds that are playing poker, they'll look right. at you and they'll be like, why is this chump like coming in here? Like all oh, this frat boy is like talking shit. And he's, you know, clearly doesn't know what he's doing. Like, I'm going to fuck this kid up, you know. Just and that, would like be, that. that would be enjoying, uh, enjoyable, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it would be a funny, at least it's something interesting happening, is what I'm thinking. Right. Breaks right, up the right. monotony. So, you- my, um, I went to a casino. My first gambling experience, I was like 17. And I had my fake ID and me and my friends, we went to this casino. It's about 20 minutes away from us. And it's a really nice casino. All the casinos in Washington are, are very, very nice, I must say. A lot of the big ones. I'm sure it's like that for most casinos because they have the money to maintain it. Do you think they get but, a lot of out-of-state travelers or, like, Canadians? Oh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Casinos are a big, hot place for travel, right? Like, people yeah. like to stop by them. Oklahoma. If not just for... Oklahoma has a bunch of talking at the same time, but that's all right. (laughs) We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Oklahoma has a bunch of casinos on the southern border to take away Texas money. Oh, yeah. Because like a lot of people live and work in DFW, which is Dallas, Fort Worth. And then they can drive two hours out to like do a weekend of casino shit. Right. So we went to the casino and the only thing I did was I played roulette. And I remember, I still, to this day, whenever I play roulette, so there's a lot of options going into it, right? You can bet on black, you can bet on red. Is there like a whole 64 on, options? Because it's like 32 of black and red, right? Uh, no, I think it's... 16? 32 is the max amount of numbers there are. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to look this up real quick, look actually. Up an ima- yeah, it's look up an image. It'll be, that'll tell us image of a roulette table. I, I thought it was 32 uh 
32, like, 1? 36. Okay. I'm just thinking in, like, computer logic. And, like, now that I think about it, it makes sense. Because there's also three sections. That's first the 12, and then 13th the... Second 12, that's what they call it, but it's 13 to... Is that like high-low? 24. No, that's every number between 1 and 12. Right, so that's low. Right. So that's a... That's like a little less than a third chance, right? Because nothing is nothing is definite in okay. roulette because of the zeros. You know what I'm talking about? So zero is nobody wins? Well, you can bet on zero. But the point of the zero is to make it so it's not 50-50. Right, because if it's just oh, black and red, tilt. then it's a straight 50-50. But... To tilt the favor. Right, because the house always wins. Right. And Everybody knows that. I always... Right, right. And I would always bet on 16. Just the number 16, right? That's a pretty, pretty high bet, because there's a lot of things you can bet on. There's um there's 38 numbers, because there's two zeros, and there's 36 uh, regular numbers. So that's a 1 in 38 chance. So the odds are pretty high. And I managed to win enough that I could just sit at the roulette table for like, I think we sat there for like three hours and we were just, we were just betting on one number and having a good time. We all went even. We probably could have made some money if we just like pulled out, you know, like not idiots, but it was like our first time. So we just kept going. It's pretty fun, man. Growing up, growing up, my like upbringing was really like gambling's bad. Like don't even get into it. Cause like, what do you stand to win? And like, I took a very uh, observatory approach to gambling. It was never something that was like, I can see that as a legitimate pastime that I spend no, time yeah. enjoying myself with. Like, I don't see it like video games. Like, video games, I could sit down and enjoy myself. Gambling, I just view it as like a how how to win, but I'm not gonna try to win. I just want to learn the rules. But most of the time, to like learn the rules, you got to start playing. Like, if you play well, a casual game of spades to learn the rules, they're probably going to make you want to bet if you're with strangers. The thing about playing at a casino is it's really, like, exciting, and it's really fun, right? And like I said, they do want to keep you there because right. you're... My, um, my brain doesn't have that. Except the way, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. When the way I'm, I look I'm at naive. it... Well, the way I look at it is when I put, like, I'll say, okay, I'm going to spend $20 at the casino today. And I know... I'm probably never going to see that money again. And that's fine, right? Because you're spending $20 sure. on like entertainment. It's like paying $20 to see a movie, right? Right. Or whatever. And it's just like, that's just the, that's just like the thought process that goes on in my head when I, mm-hmm. when and then I, like, I don't I, expect to win. I weigh that as, uh, I weigh that as how much time I can get out of my $20. So if, if $20 is an hour of entertainment and I legitimately enjoyed myself, I, I would see, like, okay, that's fine. Like, $20 for an hour. Like, I would pay $20 in an hour for something fun. Yeah, and you also get free drinks and free food. Is that um, really? That I was wondering if that was a thing. Yeah, we actually that's, got to stay the night um, because we were there for so long and because we spent so much money. And that was all from $20, like, because we just kept, you know, we just kept going in on the roulette table. $20 times every time you went in? Um, I believe it was a $5 minimum bet. So I won pretty quickly. Like I got, Oh, and then you were able to multiply that. Yeah. And then I just kept, you contributed back to degeneracy. Well, like, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to win money at the casino. If that makes sense. Like that's not, that's not the mentality to have in my opinion. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't want to make money at the casino because that's when you're fucked. Right. 
Like you should just look so at I it think, as like entertainment. I think a legitimate strategy would be getting out cash, right? Not hitting the ATM after you start drinking and then putting aside maybe like a hundred dollars and say, that's for my food for tonight. And then putting aside X amount of dollars and saying, I am not going to make any money. I'm going to throw this money into the trash. And then you start gambling with it. Yeah. That's literally, this is the amount of money I'm willing to sacrifice to the gods of gambling. Well, when it's just, um, that's what I, that's uh, what I think of it. That's how I think of my finances. Like when you pay for video games, it's, it's the same thing. Like you're paying for entertainment. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, but you have a video game forever. (laughs) Yeah, but... You go gambling for one night. (laughs) It's the value of entertainment. You know, like, would you go on a a cruise for seven days if it's only for seven days? Or would you go on a vacation for five days if it's only for five days? You see where I'm going with this? Like, it's the value of the entertainment that matters, right? So, but if if I buy a car, I can go on vacation an infinite amount of times, and I own it. But I get the trade off. It's just where I lie. Okay. And then sometimes I do entertain the idea of, like, I went to a strip club once, you know, like, it's the exact same idea. You throw your money away. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that. It's just like a strip club or, like, buying a hoe, right? And, like, we'll get into that, but, you know, just, like, spending money on a hoe, like, you are pissing away your money, right? You're talking about prostitution or are you talking about, like, buying a girl a hat? No, I'm talking about prostitution. I am not talking about buying a girl a hat. (laughs) Yeah, to have her like you or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, it's basically... Well, that's that's an investment, right? That's different. Um, (laughs) But basically... (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wish somebody bought me a hat. Yeah, I wish... No, somebody did buy you a hat, dude. Remember that Rastafarian you got? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Chris, man. That was a cool hat. It really made you look like a dork, but I did. I could appreciate it, you know? Yeah. It falls off easily, but it's sitting right on my coffee table right now. I remember thinking, if anybody is going to wear this hat, it'll be Wynn. And I could never come... So basically what it was is like... It, they, they call it a Tam, but it's like a big beanie, right? That has the Rasta colors, which is uh, yellow, green, uh, red, and black. And... It's basically exactly what you would put on a generic, like, they have costume ones that come with dreadlocks hanging out for Halloween Mm -hmm. costumes, but it's, like, just the hat, and Chris bought it for me, and I never would have been able to, like, see that in the store and spend my own money on it and wear it in public because I would have felt like a dork, but (laughs) Chris said, hey, this would go good with you, and I was like, you literally just like gave away all my like he cleared all my social anxiety about uh like making the decision to actively do it it's like he made the decision for me so i had an excuse like i felt i felt like i was yeah. like socially like i was past you know so like when somebody yeah. when somebody confronted me and said hey you shouldn't wear that hat you look like a fucking dork like you're a poser i could be like actually my friend bought it for me so you're a dick and it was just a nice thing that he did <laughs> like yeah something like I, that. I see what you're saying i see yeah. what you're saying yeah it's like you have an excuse if somebody brings it up right so you're not scared right. anymore right right it's like a social right. uh pass and from that i developed my thoughts on like gift giving and i came up with the idea 
hopefully, I don't know. I don't know how independent this idea was, but I came up with the idea that a perfect gift is something that someone would use, but they would never buy it for themselves. So if, if you would use a pair of headphones, then, but you, you're too stubborn to buy them for yourself because you don't think it's worth your money. Then like, if you get the gift, it's like, oh wow, this is actually going to add good value to my life. However, I wasn't going to just go buy it anyway. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good, uh, that's a good way of looking at it. I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. That's my gift giving advice for the day. Yeah. To be honest, I don't get many gifts because I never really celebrated my birthday, but you don't receive or you don't, you don't give. Receive. I don't receive. I try to give when I can. I really do. Cause like I, I can appreciate the gesture. But I don't like celebrating my birthday, man. So I just uh, yeah, I don't like doing it as an adult. Yeah, it seems like you're spoiled. Yeah, it just it's I don't fun know. To have like, a drink or two. And I like, get that it's get supposed to be like your. I get that it's supposed to be like your special day. Um, but like I, I don't know. It's just it, it just feels so artificial. How did your family do birthdays when you were growing up? Like as a child, did you get a birthday uh, every year? Did you get like? A fucking clown party or whatever generic Spider-Man going on? Probably till, like, when I was eight, I got, like, gifts. And I remember having a few parties, like, with friends. And then I'm pretty sure once I hit, like, ten, that's when my parents were like, all right, you're done. <laughs> you're done. That's the cutoff. And I was fine oh, with that. Like, at that my, point, I didn't really care about my birthday anymore. My mom always buys me a gift every year. I can't stop her. That's nice. That's yeah. really nice. And, you know, I take that back. Sometimes we will go out to dinner um, when it's one of our birthdays. Like, we'll just go. It, it doesn't have and to be, like, And that's, like, a nice casual thing, right? right? Like, dinner yeah. is just, like, it's, a, it's an excuse to do something that's, like, it's not over the top, but it's something you enjoy. Yeah. When I see people on social media doing really stupid stuff and their excuse is, oh, it's my homie's birthday or, you know, whatever. Right. It just... It just feels like you were looking for the excuse, right? Like you don't, you don't need an excuse to do anything. You can just do it. I don't know, man. It just feels weird, <laughs> for lack of better words. I know, I know, yeah. birthdays are important to some people, so I don't want to take that away. The other side of that coin is, yeah, I could do something good. Like, yes, I could do something major without an excuse but I'm just going to get caught up in my routine and like go to work and I'm never going to do anything because when do I have the time to be spontaneous? And then your birthday is kind of like a reminder to be spontaneous. Right. 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 I don't, what I don't like is when uh, I noticed it more in girls. um, And especially when somebody says, when somebody says it's my birthday weekend, that is a pet peeve. Like it's my birthday weekend. Right. I get if your birthday falls on what? a Wednesday or a oh, Tuesday and you want to celebrate on Friday. You there? When are you here? Yeah. Did I cut out? Oh, no. We lost win, boys. So I was ranting. I was ranting that you didn't hear, but I got it on recording. But I'll re-rant. My, I, I don't like it when people say, it's my birthday weekend. Right? Right. Like I get it. I get it. If your birthday falls on a Wednesday or Tuesday and you want to celebrate on Friday, cause that's when you have off work and like, that's when bars are open and like, it's like the night to go out. 
But if you celebrate for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you want to, like, drink every day, and, like, it's all about you, and if anybody even mentions anybody else, like, you'll freak out. Like, I've seen drama queens do this. That's a real, that's a real girl thing. I don't, I'm not trying to be sexist. I really am. Yeah. I mentioned that. I definitely the, see that. You, it must have cut out, but I mentioned that before the cutout. Okay. That it, I mostly um, notice it in girls. You know, I actually have a funny birthday story um, because it was my friend's birthday. And this actually happened at a casino, too. So it, it's relevant to what we there were talking about. All right, um, full circle. So, oh my God, this story was like literally the worst. It was my friend's birthday. And he came back from New York and he was just visiting at the time. Apparently everyone in his family are huge gamblers. I'm not, I'm not going to name names of course, but the kid, I guess it just projected onto the kid because he was super into slots. And what ended up happening was four of us went down to the casino and on the way there, um, the guy who had the birthday, he pulled out a bag of Coke and Uh-oh. he was like, hey, man, we got to do this. Like, before we get there, do you have anything I can do it off of? And the only thing I could find for him was the user manual for the car. So right, they right. did the Coke off that, which was just <laughs> filthy, right? Like, right. who knows what that I, user yeah. manual's been, right? Like, they're literally yeah. sniffing off that. It's been sitting in your dusty glove box. Right, yeah. And once we got to the casino, I smoked, of course, because I knew I was going to have to. There's no way I was getting out of that otherwise. We got into the casino and the they just he just sits down, right? This guy is he just did a whole bag of Coke and he just sat down for the next three hours pulling the slot machine. And like none of us uh, my friend hit it for about twenty dollars before he realized it was a waste of time. And so we spent the next three hours just watching him pull slots and pull slots and pull slots. And the and lights guy were stimulating lost. all of his brain his his neurons were firing yeah his neurons were fried man yeah they just the slots are just meant to make you feel good right when you Uh hit it because the the light and he was like give me that stimulus baby right yeah let me pull that lever (laughs) so i watched this guy piss two thousand dollars away on slots that's a lot of money it was two thousand dollars we were like 19 that's yeah that is a lot of money to us do you know do you know how much a poll it was? Like how much money per poll? It was um two fifty. Two dollars and fifty cents per poll. Yeah. So and we were there for about three hours. So you, you know somebody can do the math there. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a to. way. I just don't know how because I'm stupid. Oh, but what's really funny when eight hundred eight hundred lever lever polls. Jesus. Okay. I think. Did I do that right? Correct my math, guys. <laughs> well, there's also wins, right? So when you win, you get more polls. So you don't. Oh, at least yeah. 800. I'm not doing all that. That's a lot of math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but here's the... Okay, so there was this old lady that was sitting next to us. Same slot machine, right? Same shit. You know how every slot machine, they have their jackpot uh, at the top? And, and it's, it's got, like, you know, a police siren that, like, circles around and right, tells everybody yeah. how much you're a winner. This lady hit the jackpot. She literally hit it. The sirens went off and the music was playing, literally everything. And she did not react at all. She was just sitting there. What? Like, just, she did not move a muscle. I swear to God. The expression on her face didn't change. She just sat there while the while the uh, the sirens were going off and shit. 
And then after it stopped, she just pulled again. <laughs> it was like the, it was literally the saddest thing I think I've ever seen. Dude, that's how dope. That's how dopamine immune she was. Like that wasn't yeah. even enough to get her going. Like that's crazy, right? Right. She was. She just was expressionless. Right. And I don't think she was that old. She was probably like 50, 60. But she and had. Just, oh my! Despite God. this woman being older, imagine trying to please this woman. If she doesn't, if she doesn't like it when she hits the jackpot, she's not gonna like anything about you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh, poor woman, man. I just, I just don't know. So I, I saw my friend take a huge L. I don't know if that woman took a W or an L. I'll let you guys decide. Right. Oh my gosh. That was, that was the moment I was like, I am never going to pull a slot machine in my life. I'm going to say she had a, a short-term W, but a long-term L. It must have been a real short-term W. It must have lasted like milliseconds. I don't know. Her her brain must have had something going on. Yeah, maybe she was drunk. No, because if she was drunk, it would have made her feel a lot better. I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't don't know. That's a woman we never need to think about again. But hey, yeah, good I'm, story. <laughs> really <hope> not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. But yeah. Which of these three games do you think has the highest probability chance of winning? So I got Blackjack, Texas Hold'em. Actually, let's take Texas Hold'em away, sorry. I got Blackjack, uh, Roulette, and Craps. Do you know what Craps are? Is that where you throw the dice and they have to hit the back wall? Uh, Do they have to hit the back wall? It's like a rule. I, think. I actually know, like, nothing about craps. All I know is it's literally just based off the number you roll, right? Anyways, that's so you get the point. you get two dice, right? You get right. two dice, and then right. you, like, okay. say, give me sevens. Like, in El Dorado, the movie <laughs> El Dorado. Yeah. That's a good movie, dude. I like that movie. I've never heard of this movie. El Dorado? Uh, it's, it's, like, an animated one. Oh, Okay. Well, what do you think has the highest chance out of those three? Okay, roulette, we talked about it, and it already has like a million options to put your money down on, so I'm going to nix that one. Blackjack has 52 cards in a deck. In craps, you throw two dice, and each die has six sides, so six times two is 12. I'm going to go craps. Craps? You're yeah. wrong. Craps has the lowest chance. <laughs> Blackjack is actually the um, the highest chance of winning. It has a forty nine point twenty eight percent chance. So it is right, almost also, the closest. So Blackjack has personal choice, right? Right. As does roulette, but once you put your input, like every input has the same probability of output in roulette. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but Blackjack has personal choice, right? So you can choose to hit or fold. Right. But and if you get two of the same cards, you can split it. And, right. Which yeah. is basically doing playing two hands at the same time, right? Right. So they're, they're independent too. If you win one, you can lose the other. So, 
it's a uh, right. So yeah. it's playing two hands. That's right, exactly right. what it is. Literally. And <laughs> so, if you're a crummy blackjack player and you like hit every time and you just want all the cards and you like hit until you bust every single time, then your probability is zero, right? Well, then you're just a retard, when. So. If an AI played blackjack with perfect decision making and exact card counting, would it be forty nine percent? Probably, yeah. It'd probably be around forty nine point twenty eight. This um this statistic is assuming you're playing optimally and you're doing the best strat possible every single time. Hundred percent optimally. Okay, yeah. so if that's at forty nine percent, then my probability is probably like twenty two percent because I'm not gonna play optimally because I no, don't know how to do that it's not too bad right like you don't even have to card count or like keep track of the deck because most of the times these days casino use casinos use uh multiple decks right because they're just shuffling the cards in so it's really just about like weighing your odds because remember that you have to uh yet the the dealer stands on 16 and he no sorry the dealer stands on 17. So anything below 16, he always has to go. But once he gets to 17, that's like the magic number. That's when that's when he has to stop. So, But how do you know that he's at 17? Well, that gets revealed at the end, right? That when he but what if he was out. at 21, really? Well, then you just got fucked on. Your decision-making right. didn't matter. And that's your 51%. That's, yeah, that's like the, that's like the house. That's like the gotcha, you know? That's like the... The tax, I guess you could say. Yeah. Unless you have a blackjack. blackjack. I, I think blackjack would be one of my go-to games if I got free drinks with gambling. That would be a good time. Yeah, definitely. Gambling like, is really fun with drinks, and it's really yeah, not and fun if it was only it. like, if it was like a dollar a hand or whatever, I'd be pretty comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. We should mention, uh, just to keep the facts straight, that the highest chance uh, of winning games is this game called Pontoon, and it's got a 49.66% chance of winning, and it's this adaptation of the Blackjack game. And it's basically the same rules, but there's a couple of exceptions that make it more skewed to the player. I've uh, never heard them, of this game. I also have not, until I was doing research on this. Oh, um, okay. The dealer cards are always face down. So in Blackjack, uh, the dealer card keeps one card up and one card down. So if you see the dealer has an ace or uh, you know like a face card, ten, then he yeah. might, yeah, then he might fuck you. But both the dealer cards are down. The dealer hits on a soft seventeen, and uh, players must hit on fourteen or less. Twenty one after splitting qualifies as pontoon. And what's the difference you, between a hard and a soft seventeen? So a hard seventeen is um. Is that after you draw or before you draw? I don't remember, actually. Sorry. Let me uh, look this up. You're talking to somebody that never knew in the first place. Right. Uh, if you were saying go. hard or soft, I would think you're talking about whether he has an erection or not. Well, I mean, he might, right? I'm assuming he yeah. doesn't because the dealer's probably a girl. What, what's your probability if you have an erection? I don't erections. That's a good question, huh? Because your, your brain is probably more fucked because all the blood is going to your dick. <laughs> So you probably you probably got a less probability, right? Because you're making poor decisions. This is so, for men better than us to answer, yeah. or, or women, oh, or non-gender binary individuals. So any blackjack hand that contains an ace is counted as a soft hand. 
So you know how an ace can count as a one or an eleven? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, so an ace as an eleven is a soft hand, an ace as a one is a hard hand. That's one of the rules. That, There's so okay. many rules. That doesn't clarify anything stuff. for me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they they throw in a bunch of complications to make sure that you can't win when you think you win. So, because you won't play optimally, so you won't right. have your forty nine percent chance. And even exactly. if you do have your forty nine percent chance, that's not in your favor. <laughs> The the big thing that I found, the difference between Pontoon and Blackjack, was Pontoon pays 2-1, to one, versus a Blackjack is 3-2. to two. So that's when you get 21. Oh, so you only gain a third more money instead yeah. of doubling? If you, uh... Well, it's not necessarily that. It's, I think, 1.5. You're getting around 1.5 of your money back when you, uh... When well, you that's blackjack. a 50% increase, right? Right. But a pontoon is double. 50, that makes sense. Yeah, that no, 1.5 is double, dude. No, uh, a double would be 200%. If you're, no, double would be 100%, sorry. No. Me, yeah. To me, 100% is your initial money. So if I'm going to put $5 down okay. to play the hand in the first place, then $5 is 100%. $5 equals 1. Then a blackjack would be 150 and a pontoon would be 200%. Okay. Okay. And that's the... And, yeah. Do you see how Blackjack isn't doubling your money? Yeah, exactly. Blackjack sucks. Okay. Like, Blackjack... Like, well, most American casino games are just meant to take your money. So, yeah. But Blackjack is the... If you're good at Blackjack, I highly recommend it. It's probably the most fun as well, because you have the most control over it. You know, you kind of feel like when you actually do win, it feels like you did something versus roulette where you're just uh, watching the ball roll, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I guess roulette is like lazier, which is beneficial in certain circumstances. And the thing about roulette is it's way lazier, right? So you can just enjoy your drinks. You don't really have to think about your decisions. And everybody right. cheers on everybody. That's what I like about roulette is when we were at that table, every, yeah, everybody at that table was having a good time. They're cheering each other on. I remember listening to the guy next to me and he said like, he just got out of work and he's pretty sure he's going to like quit tomorrow. And this guy was like drunk as fuck. And he was just like, he was just determined to have the time of his life because he's off that's work. That's awesome. And he's just, yeah, it's great. So that's the that's the pontoon layer. I don't really think this would be played in American Casino because they're trying to win money, right? So why would they increase the odds? But right. Who knows? Right. And then I'm I'm sure if that was your game that you wanted to play, you'd have to like look up on the internet if they had it beforehand. Yeah, like you'd have to. You probably couldn't just go to any casino. Like, the, if you go to any casino, I expect them to have poker and blackjack. There are but. so many extra rules for pontoon. So there's um, in blackjack, it doesn't really matter what your hand is, but in pontoon, there's different hands. Like if you get five, if you get a five card hand that doesn't bust, that's the uh, that's, that's like bonus like, points. Yeah, that's a little less than a a pontoon or a blackjack. Games are fun, man. I like games. Yeah, it's cool. I remember when I was reading the statistics, it said that while Pontoon is the highest chance for winning, we recommend you play Blackjack instead because of how many rules there are for Pontoon. And, you know, if you're not playing optimally, then you're not going to get the highest statistic, right? So it makes sense. Right. And even then, if you are playing optimally, it's still not 50% or over 50%. Right, exactly. Exactly. So number one, we have Pontoon. Number two is Blackjack. Number three, have you ever heard of this game called Baccarat? 
Baccarat. Am, yes. am I saying that right? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Back, yeah. Baccarat. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Baccarat. Is that played in America? I've heard of it. I've never played it or like seen it played. I have no idea what the rules are. It's but I've heard really popular in Asia. Sorry. Okay. Well, and that's that's good, right? I probably I've probably seen it in um, TV shows or something. Definitely, yeah. It's so basic, man. It is such a basic game. Uh, so for those of you that don't know what it is, two hands are dealt. There's a player hand and a dealer hand. Oh, sorry. They call it the banker. And both hands have a set number of cards, right? You can't change the cards or anything that's in them. And you have to guess which hand is closer to nine. If that makes sense. And I think it's five cards. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But I believe there's five cards per hand. And face cards and tens are worth zero. Aces are worth one. And the numbers are just the numbers. So the closest one to nine wins. And uh, you'll be surprised to hear that you know, you would think that because it's a, uh, it's just two hands, right? That it would be an even game, right? Depending on which hand you pick. I but, don't know, but I'm totally uninterested. And the way you're talking about <laughs> this is how I is how I know that you really love gambling. I mean, which are, it makes me worried about you at the same time. <laughs> I mean, shit. I do want to try this game sometime. Man. It seems like I like games, so like just in general. Have you ever played backgammon? Uh it's that's the one with the game. arrows, right? Yes, and the like the pips that you move around the arrows. Yeah, yeah, that game's fun, dude. I have no idea how to play that. It yeah, just, I'm not. Gonna, it... I'm not gonna sit here and describe it. Okay, <laughs> I like Chinese checkers. If you know what that is, I don't know how to play. That's the one with the. Uh, it's like a star. It's checkers. Like, yeah, it's it's a star. It's like a star, and they're like you move around balls in the thing. Basically, you're on your corner of the map, and you want to get all your guys to the other corner of the map. And you can jump oh. over enemies. That's okay. that's it. That's like when you jump over them, do you take boost. them? No, you just get the boost. Cool. And yeah, it's like checkers two, where you can jump over one. multiple people. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. It's a. Uh, it's pretty fun. I used to play it all the time with my mom. Anyways, back around. Have you ever played mahjong? Yeah. Like with the actual tiles, I've only yeah. ever played it online. Oh, it's great, man. Um, it's that like game a real, is fun. Every time my mom has company over, like Chinese company or family, we always play it, without exception. My grandma used to play bridge, but I don't know how to play that. Bridge is, yeah, I literally have no clue. I don't think it's like a team game. Gonna, I don't think that game's going to be around in a hundred years. <laughs> what do you maybe. think? I mean, I maybe it'll resurge in popularity. It's like a maybe. two versus two team game. So you have to have, like, your partner, and then the, your partner has to work with you, kind of, but then you can't, like, talk about your strategy, because it's not like you can go across the table and say, hey, what cards do you have, without mm-hmm. telling everybody. That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever played Go Fish? I honestly don't remember how to play. Yeah, yeah I don't I, remember I how to play, play that game either, dude. I used to play as a kid, but I'm pretty sure when you're a kid, it's like, you just kind of play by your own rules, and it's fun. Well... It's probably like the most basic card game, right? You have to like pair pair up stuff. So it's like, do you have any twos? And then like, if they have the twos, you steal their twos and then you make it a pair and you lay it out on the table and every pair is a point. And then the the game ends when somebody runs out of cards and the person with the most pairs wins. That's what I remember. Well, 
so you get more cards when they don't have the pair, right? So you say like, do you have a five? Yeah, you draw one. You draw one when they say go fish. Okay, you draw one. Got it. That's fucking lame, man. I'm glad we're not talking about that. We're talking about oh, I like to play. Sorry. I like to play those games. I like to play go fish more than baccarat because yeah, like, I'm not. So, I'm not like blackjack and poker have gambling built into the game. Like it's in the rules. But that's like the fun of it, man. Fun. No, <laughs> I like to play card games for actual it. fun. Like what, I'm gonna gaming. sit down and play checkers for two hours. Fuck that. Like why would I do that? I, mean, I don't know about two hours. I don't know about two hours. But... You can sit down and play poker for two hours easily. No doubt, and you yeah, could do sure. it too. Of course, yeah, hundred percent. And you could, but you probably can sit down do and play for chess blackjack. for two hours. No, I could play one game of down. chess, maybe two, maybe two. I could sit down and play cards for two hours without gambling. Yeah, because like you don't like my point is there doesn't even need to be money. It's just the thrill of winning. That's the that's the excitement, right? Whereas right. games like checkers, like it's just mundane. And I don't know. Like, well, I'll play. You're literally once. using the shittiest game in all of existence. To checkers is not that example. shitty, dude. I like checkers. Checkers is awful. Checkers it's so is boring. okay. It's all right. It's so boring. There's strategy. Barely. Chess doesn't count because chess is like a real thing, right? Like chess is like an actual. Like I, I mean, thing. like I mean, like these board games. Do you ever right? play like, spoons? More? That's a card game. Yeah, I think so. Um, spoons is fun, and there's no gambling involved. But that's a different kind of like card game, right? That's like a party card game, yeah. Yeah, that's something I would do if I was. Like, I like. Thinking. I like party card games. Do you play Rage Cage? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll save that for another time. Um, okay. Anyways, sorry. Third time, Baccarat uh, has a forty-eight point nine for ninety-four percent chance. Forty-eight point nine four. So we're getting into like forty-eight territories. Honestly. Anything past this is like, fuck that, right? Like anything below forty eight percent, you are not going to make your money back. Well, the real problem is trying to gamble for profit, right? If you want to make a profit off gambling, you have to host or play you poker. Have to be the casino, the house. I think you can make money playing poker. Okay, it's like a it's like a thing, right? There's professional poker players, but if you go get a job at McDonald's, you probably have a better chance of making money. Okay. That like it's like more consistent and more reliable. But those people like playing poker, so if they're getting paid to do it, like if they can win consistently, right? And they're entering these tournaments, and maybe yeah. they, they even have sponsors or something, right? Like it's right. But it's that's like a thing, small right? percentage of people. I mean, that's fine for them, but I'm I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody that wants to pursue a career. <laughs> right. No. The point is that like poker is probably a career, but you shouldn't do it. Because why the fuck would you ever do that? Right. Let's talk about roulette. So there's three main roulettes that I found. And the one that we play is called American Roulette. It's uh, it's the one with two zeros, right? There's the regular zero and there's the double zero. American Roulette has the lowest chance of winning compared to the the three main roulette things. So the other two are French Roulette and European Roulette. And they have different rules, but both of those have like pretty high win rates compared to America. And it's pretty That's funny. pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny when you think about it. Like, it yeah. makes sense. And, like, in every, in every Las Vegas movie, roulette is, like, a really aesthetic thing that they usually add some roulette deal. Yeah. Casinos, like, it's almost the first thing they do when they go into a casino every time. Uh-huh. 
you see them, you either see them throwing the dice, or you see them, you see the fucking wheel spinning, right? It's like a, it's like a real trope. Real game. Do you remember trope. that episode? Do you remember that episode of Futurama when Zoidberg wins everything in roulette? In roulette? <laughs> yeah, he like walks into the thing and he like puts all of his money on one thing and he wins big and he like, yeah. Was this, if I uh, remember correctly. Was this the Wong Casino? Probably. Do you remember the episode when they're playing poker and Bender's using x-ray specs? Yeah, and Fry has mind control. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah, that whole episode. That great. must be, that's definitely the Wong Casino, because I remember it's all tied into the Nibbler backstory. That's the, that's the final movie they released, right? The Wong Casino? Because they're, it must um, be. they're excavating yeah, it must have been planet, one of the movies. Right? Yeah, I remember right. they excavating he's on building the a golf course uh-huh. that, like, is, goes into space. Yeah, and then at the end, they're entering the Good world. Good TV show. Yeah, great TV show. Hi- highly recommend. That's like, a, that's like a Fogler's, like, gold sticker of approval, that TV show. Yeah, yeah. gold sticker approval, like yeah. they care. They already like, know what's good. That's they really do not give a fuck. People. <laughs> Why would they care about our authority? Anyways, so French Roulette, 48.65. American Roulette is 44.7. So it's a huge difference. Like, that's 4%. That's damn near. Like, if you're playing 100 games, you're going to lose four games. Damn. That's a big, big number. So there's probabilities boring. I mean, I'm a statistics major, so I <laughs> love this shit. Craps, yeah, yeah. Craps, you love probability. Is forty eight point six. I really do, man. It's the only thing I ever clicked with in college. Like, really, I don't I, think I ever. My my high school sucked, but I never took a statistics class once. So I kind of like don't even get it. Like I get it a little bit. Like, if you tell me I have a 50% chance of winning, like, that's a coin flip. Like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's smart that you can, that you get that. Right, sorry, right. That not, it's really not. It's really not. That's so basic. <laughs> but, like, to me, it doesn't really go that much further than that. There's so much, man. And, like, probabilities all around you. Like, you can apply it to literally everything in life. The way... How can I, how can I use it to, like, win, I guess? How can how could you how would you go about taking probability and doing something great with it? Like think of that that what's that baseball movie with where he like uses numbers to like win baseball? Um well you can you can use probability for a lot of things, right? Like you can use it to weigh odds and determine what's better and what's worse. I'm trying to think of a good example. Do you know how to host sports betting and like become the bookie? And like set up a vig and all that shit. No. Do you are you aware of like the existence of that? I have no interest in this, but okay. Um, you, I mean, no. like, I kind of get how it works. The so okay. Somebody comes to you and then they say, like, I bet the White Sox are gonna win the game on Friday, right? Right. And then you say, okay. It's a 10% VIG or something, right? Right. So that's right. like, so like, that's basically how much you're skewing the odds in your favor. And like, it's, it's a known thing, like different betters, different like hosts, bookies will have like, they'll like tweak the numbers, right? So like, if some guy is like really high, nobody's going to want to bet with him. 
Oh, I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but that's my th- understanding. And I bet somebody's listening to me like, "Oh my god, he's so wrong! Like he's so stupid." <laughs> but yeah, okay. I I kind of get where you're going from. It I became think... it became legal in Indiana to do sports betting. Really? Yeah, and like I think Illinois either made it legal already, or they're going to make it legal because they don't like if if Indiana does it. They don't want to lose all that gambling revenue to people traveling to Indiana from Illinois. Right. Wow. Future is now, old man. That's crazy. Dude, I... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember in high school watching, like, some Vice News article about how, like, online websites that would allow sports betting would, like, go host their servers in Costa Rica because Costa Rica, like, had it legal. And then, like, Americans would just ping the server in Costa Rica. And, like, it basically was totally, like, legal and it was all online. And even though you were in America, like, sure, you might have been committing a crime, but, like, the server can't get shut down because it's in a state that is legal. Yo, I don't... a country where it's legal. I don't want to go into this too much because it's it's a huge topic. But do you know about, um, do you know about the CSGO gambling scandal? Sorry, I should say Counter-Strike Global well, Offensive. The So, yeah, it's a video game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is on topic, dude. Tell me about it. Okay, like, so... Ex- expand. I'll, I'll give, like, the... I'll give the crash course on it because... This is GTA, is, right? There's so much to uncover. It's not... I don't think it's GTA. G2A had G- much involved. G2A, yeah. The, the, they saw games, right? Yeah, pirated games. Anyway, that's a different topic. Is it really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, they'll I mean, like they'll skim credit cards, and yeah, I don't know. I'll crazy. tell you what another day. Okay, it's, okay. It's, it's like fraud related. Okay, so um, for those that don't know, there's this game called Counter Strike Global Offensive, and it features loot boxes. I don't want to go too much into it. I did my whole no. Let's talk about loot boxes, dude. On loot boxes, that, that, we should have um, put that in the notes. The loot boxes. We should have put that in the notes. To Dude, talk about I loot want a, boxes. I want a whole episode dedicated to loot boxes. I had to do a two-hour presentation on that shit. Okay, like I got, I got oh, content wow. for that. Don't worry. Don't you cool. worry about that. Anyways, loot boxes. General premise is that uh, it's a cosmetic. It makes your character look better in game, right? Either giving him a new gun skin or a new, like a new hat or something, and you have to pay ludicrous amounts of money because it's literally gambling. So basically, it's it like displays what you can possibly get from the loot box, and it says, you know, pay two dollars and fifty cents for a key to open this loot box, and it displays what you can get. And at the very bottom, it'll say, or an exceedingly rare item, and that's a one percent chance. And there was a whole market that was created because of these items, and there was a giant market for it. And people were paying real money to get these skins because they were very rare and they were very valuable. Like, people really wanted these skins. So because these skins had so much value, what ended up happening was these gambling sites started appearing and they would gamble with skins. So basically, you turn in the skins to the website. The website would give you points and then you use the points to gamble. Usually it was like roulette um, because roulette's pretty easy to do online. But, man... So it's basically a virtual casino, but instead of using dollars, you use 
CSGO skins. Right. And you can, like, it should be noted, you can cash these CSGO skins out for money. It is possible. You can't do it through right. the website, ad- usually. Additionally, if you want more points to gamble, you can just go on the video game and buy more skins and then go on the gamble. Like, if you just wanted to go to the casino, but you needed the chips, you can go turn US dollars into skins and then turn skins into chips. Yeah. And the thing is it got so bad it, because these like they were completely unregulated and you know because it's online no state or you know government was aware of it and it's completely under Valve's jur- jurisdiction. Valve is the gaming company that created Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Valve clearly did not care like whatever makes them more money they're happy about. So these gambling sites were running amok. And, you know, it eventually got so bad that they could, you could literally just buy currency on the gambling website. Like you could just give them five bucks. You wouldn't even have to get the skins. You oh, they still have to cash make out you do the skins. middleman. Yeah. Huh, that's wild. That's you would still have to cash out with skins to make it legal. But man, it was bad. And what ended up happening was a lot of these kids, like a lot of these non- young, naive kids, right? They're like 13, 14, and they don't. They don't really understand gambling and why it's so addicting. You know, you, you give them something like this, they don't they don't really get it, right? Like, they win a couple of times, and all of a sudden they're using their mom's credit card to get more. And you're feeding these Russian gambling sites, like, tons and tons of money. It became a huge federal court case that uh, there, was just, there was just so much going on, man. Um, That's crazy. There was these two YouTubers that got called out. Uh, T. Martin and the Pro Syndicate, both of them got called out for having a gambling website where they were encouraging they were encouraging kids to come gamble on their site, right? Because they would post these videos on YouTube that was them gambling and like they were winning big, right? Oh, win, 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 right? And it would show them how like happy they were, and they were like, oh, you can get this too if you come to this website. The problem is in the video they never stated it, that it was their website, so like it's just complete. It's just really bad <laughs> for lack of better yeah, words. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That whole situation was was not a good look for anyone involved, right? Like, imagine your kids losing $1,000 on internet gambling. That's just, ugh, Yeah. It's just not I, I'm look. also going to add that it became such a market that if you had the rare skin, you could you could resell it for dollars online right yes. and it was it was integrated into the game it's integrated into steam so it was like a normal thing they didn't make it hard no exactly and if you if you roll the rare skin some of those skins go for like five hundred dollars for oh. one digital item oh like, are they are they thousands or Dude, i don't know it, about, about it, it's pretty crazy man um yeah i remember so like if you get like it's always about the knife skins that's what people think are cool right um, there's certain, like there's certain variations. So there's the rare skin, right? Which you can get for a 1% chance. And then there's a, there's different rare skins. So if you have the one that people want, right, it's probably like, so you start with a 1% chance and then it's like a one in 20 chance of getting that really rare skin. And then there's four variations of that skin of like that skin. You know, there's, um, I remember there was factory new and it went all the way down to like worn and torn and people wanted factory new, right? So you had so the quality. Yeah. So if all the stars align up for you, you could be making like twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars off one cell. Just just wow. like that. And it was crazy. Like it's just crazy. And your probability is probably your probability is probably less than one percent. Yeah. <laughs> that's way less than one percent, right? Like Yeah. 
So and then even if you buy even if you buy six million boxes, that probably ups your percent your probability to like half a percent. <laughs> probably not even, man. If I'm being honest, like there's just yeah, it's just so rigged. Like you are not going to win that. It's a one percent. And since it's all since it's all computers, like they can literally make it as low as a percent they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like the it's not like lottery tickets where you're limited to how many you can print. Yeah. It's, it was bad. <laughs> like just internet, internet is about to be a more regulated place. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. That's a topic for another time, but yeah, that's definitely, it's a uh, topic like because of things like this, they have to do it right. Like nobody wants it to be regulated. Everybody likes the wild west of the internet, but because of things like this, that's what encourages regulation. So Anyways, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say to the viewers, let us know on our Discord page if you like that topic, the regulation of the internet, or if you'd like to see other topics, you could pitch us like something new we haven't thought of. Yeah, literally anything. We are, we're open to talking about anything on this podcast. That's, uh... Yeah, and like our Discord page is probably the best place to do that. We also have an email, and uh, we'll, list, we'll list it all on like the Spotify listing and all the details. I'll, I'll, put, it, I'll put some plug in there to get all a right. hold of us. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so we all like to win things. What's the most exciting thing you've ever won, Ming? What's the most exciting thing I've ever won? That's tough. I don't know. I'd have to really... Okay, well, I think... You ever do, like, a raffle at school? Yeah, so um, this isn't what I was thinking of, but I do have... I guess I would have two answers to this. So in the third grade, my elementary school passed out this raffle... And it was to ride a fire truck to school, like in the morning. The fire truck would come pick you up at the house. That's pretty cool for a third grader. Yeah. And um, the only thing I had to do was I had to create a blueprint of my house and like fire routes for everybody in the house. Okay. Did you have Survive Alive? What's up? Did you have a program called Survive Alive? Dude, I I don't know if I did or not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into it, but it was called Survive Alive. <laughs> it was fun. Is it for fire safety? Yeah. And they, you go to a fake house and they like pump it full, of like a smoke machine and you have to crawl on the floor and get out. Oh, that sounds cool. That sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah. I can dig that. And everybody said the smoke tasted like bubble gum. That's funny. I guess they, well, they can't use real smoke, right? Cause you guys are kids. Like, you guys are stupid. So. Right. You're inhaling real Did smoke. you get to. Did you get to ride the fire truck to school? Yeah, I did, dude. Um, and I was like pretty happy about it. And uh, it only occurred to me afterwards when I got off the fire truck, I asked them how many people entered the contest. And the guy told me three people entered. <laughs> and uh, Did they all get rides? What? Did they all get rides? No, only I got the ride. So the, the original guy that won, he didn't want the ride. <laughs> so I was the next one. So it was a one in two <laughs> chance that I got it. And I got it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Two people in the fucking thing. So cool. Did you ever win anything like 
better that like had a risk to it oh yeah okay so this is the other story i was thinking about um it was around seventh grade and at my middle school you know we were known for being pretty bad kids especially our grade there was a lot of things going on and one of the things that happened was there was this girl obviously i'm not going to name a name but basically every week I, I don't remember what day of the week it was, but she would go to the back of the school and it was like $10 and she would suck your dick. And Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? So what, what yeah, kind of school did you yeah, go dude, to? This was in seventh Jesus grade. Yeah. So what ended up happening was um, we knew the girl, like my friend circle knew her. And, Jesus. Uh, we It was around 10 of us in this circle and she did eeny, meeny, miny, moe to see who would get, like, a free blowjob. And I was the one that was picked. So that's probably... Is that promoting her brand? Her back alley blowjob brand? Yeah, (laughs) just to, like, just to spread the awareness around her or something. That's probably the most exciting thing I've ever won. Definitely the most memorable thing. And no, I did not accept the blowjob. I would chicken out. I was, like, 12, okay? Like, sue me. All right, you have have your honor intact. Sue me, all right? Yeah. I mean, you, you probably wouldn't want it. You might catch something. Yeah, um, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that, right? Like, it's just, it's like, sex is a big deal when you're 12. Like, you, I so, don't know, right? Yeah, you're right, it is. <laughs> and what I'm thinking of is, like, of all things, it was eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, right? Like, that sucks. <laughs> That's fucked. It wasn't so, even, like, like, how do you lose at eeny, meeny, miny, mo? right? Like, you, you, you scam it. It's, e- like, that's a beatable game. That game is easy to win. Right. And by the time you're 12, you know that. When she hits it, and if you're the one to call out the number, if there's six people in the group, you say, you know, six or seven or whatever it is to get back around. I'm probably an idiot on numbers right now. I mean, you can add some but, shit too, right? Like people say, like, my mom picked the very best one, like stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, skip, mix it up. It's so easy to fool. I guess that was her way of hitting on me, which like, you know, props, but fuck, you could have been a little more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Or she could have, or she could have just like skipped everybody else and leave them out of it and like say, "Hey, I want to blow you." Maybe like, I was just that would be pretty personal and nice. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was just too awkward at the time to appreciate it. But yeah, yeah, that it sounds like an awkward situation. Yeah. I'm glad that that didn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it that way. Uh, what about you, man? What's the most exciting thing you've ever won? Um, I had something, but I forgot it. We <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> Oh, oh so do you remember the app 2048? Uh-huh, yeah. So in the app, you like, yeah, you swipe around the tiles. In sophomore year of high school, my math teacher said, I don't know how this app go. Like, I don't know how this app works. And like, I don't get it. But if anyone could beat my high score, I'll, I'll buy them lunch and I'll like get it delivered. So you can like get it out of right, like, at a takeout place oh. and like get it delivered to your school so you get lunch okay and me and my friend ismail were the only two that beat it and what i did to beat it is i immediately went home and just looked up a tutorial on how to get a high school yeah right like why would you not do that right <laughs> like so like my my professor's my professor uh score was like he, he had like a 12k score right and he thought that was pretty good but he never even like made it to the 2048 tile right and then I looked it up and I got like a 50k score. Jeez. And then like he put he put in the terms and conditions of the challenge 
that if he like went home and beat his 12k score that you'd have to like beat his new score right right so i'm thinking he's at home like killing it he's at home like making a lot of school like a lot of so i actually went on and like it was it was like a windows tool it wasn't photoshop but i actually went on and like edited my screenshot to say that wow. I got like a hundred thousand wow. <laughs> and I doctored it. So I was like, I'm winning this competition. So like I have a fail save. 50,000. But he didn't even beat my you. actual high school. Yeah. Huh? 50,000. Yeah. Just... Like I just wanted to <laughs> secure the win, you know? That's funny. <laughs> and much... I got like a $10 Philly cheesesteak sandwich and me and my buddy Ismail won. How much did Ismail? Sorry. I did not say that right. How much did he uh, get? Like what was his score? I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. I, I think I had more than him, so let me flex on that. I think the fact that you were the only two people that did it just shows that nobody, like, I, I bet nobody else was, like, paying attention. Because that sounds yeah. like the easiest I mean, you got to know that half the class life. didn't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were too busy playing Call of Duty. But it was nice to win. It was nice to win something, and it was, like, of my, it was easy for me. I felt like I had cheated the system and won because I looked it up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's nice, man. That's a nice, like, that's a nice story of victory, right? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Anyway, Ming, I wanted to tell you about, uh, like, how I'm feeling and, like, address the audience. Oh, yeah. Um, um, just, like, all the Fogler stuff and, like, how, I don't know. I've been thinking about directions for the show and, uh, like, what I want out of this, out of the podcast. Yeah. And then the fact that we have an audience, like... Ming and I are friends no matter what. Like we, we, we get on the internet and bullshit all the time. And like, now you guys are listening. <laughs> so that's what, that's kind of how the podcast evolved. So we thought we were funny enough and maybe we aren't, but I, we're out here doing it. We're trying, we're doing what we can. Yeah. So, yeah. So like the idea I have in my head is that I want people to like come and listen. Like they're coming to hang out with us. Like, like they know like hey, win and Ming, like even if you never met us in real life, like, you're just coming to hang out and like maybe one day we'll be bullshitting about like logos on beer cans. Mm-hmm. And then like when some more serious shit comes, like we'll have to talk about that and we'll get more serious if we have to, but we don't need to talk about that right now. It's just, it'll happen. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. I like, so, where, like I like what you're thinking. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking of like in sitcoms, like there's always the reoccurring sets like if you're watching that '70s show, they're like always hanging out in the basement, and they like they get high and like do that thing around the table, or like in Friends, they have like the coffee shop. So then we could be like that. Is what is kind of just like my my fantasy, my idea of that. Okay, so do you want to be in like the pub or what? Oh, I mean, we don't have to like actually make it. The train tracks. We're literally just the Foglers. Yeah. yeah, we're homeless. We're homeless <laughs> underneath the train tracks. We have bivvies and shit. Oh, I literally meant so we could get run over. But that works too. I like that one much better. A lot less dark. Yeah, I like... But, um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm only mentioning this because I want to talk to the listeners and say, like, I'm inviting you to come over. Like, I'm inviting you listeners to come hang out with us. Of course, so yeah. If you want to, if you want to get involved, obviously listening is the thing. And it would be good if you followed, like... I don't know. I feel bad about shamelessly plugging because I always listen to YouTubers and they're like, smash that like button. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't care about yeah, you. Yeah, that's lame as fuck. We and so if you feel that way about me, I get it. <laughs> but if you if you like the, the topics and like you like the first episode and then just go ahead and follow and then like we're going to try to get on Discord and everyone like you can actually like talk to us then and 
put input and like the show can be more about you guys too. Yeah. And I just want to mention that we have an email. Uh, it's foglerspodcast at gmail.com. You can send us anything. We will read it. I promise. You can send us hate mail and we'll read it. Um, we, cause we really don't got anything going on right now. Yeah. Um, we, the, how I envision this podcast is I want it to be something that you can turn on. And if you're, if you're just doing anything, right. If you're playing video games or if you're working or maybe exercising, you can turn it on and you don't have to brace your brain to learn something extremely complicated or follow along with everything. Because that's a big problem I have with podcasts is that if I miss something, then I have to rewind 15 seconds just so I can listen to it again. Here, we're just kind of spouting yeah. nonsense. Like half the stuff we said wasn't even related to our topic. That's exactly how we want it. We just want it to be this podcast you can turn on. And enjoy like just listening to them maybe you can talk along with us it's all in the cards um yeah just and you don't even have to come over like you get to hang out with us you don't have to find your keys you don't have to like get your wallet and like get dressed and like leave the house yeah like, you get to come hang out with us and it's like super convenient we're so that's that's kind of what i want for you guys like that's the product that we i want to sell mm -hmm. to offer and that's what the Fogler's brand is going to be, is um, this casual podcast that you can turn out anytime. Of course, who knows what's going to happen, right? Like two years later, we could be a cooking podcast, right? Who, who the fuck knows, right? But that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm pretty good at cooking now, to be honest, man. But I'd rather just do one bullshit episode about cooking. Exactly. That we can not be restricted and yeah. So... If you have any topics for us to talk about, uh, email it to us, post it in our Discord. We welcome everything. Um, yeah, anything else, Wynn? Uh Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>